Welcome to the Mold Matters Podcast. Whether you are looking for help recovering from mold illness or just want to learn more about creating a safe environment for your family, this podcast is the place for you. I started saying podcast number three, four, five, and then Lost I realized track? I'm yeah. getting off. So. We don't have that kind of No. Uh, if if it becomes a momentous, you know, like number 50 or, I don't know, I'll, I'll try and remember that. Okay. All right. But, yeah. Um, last time we talked about um, Seratia Marcessens. Yes. And uh, Seratia. Yeah. A lot of time practicing saying that. Um, but today, you know... This, this podcast, we talk about mold. Mold is our focus. That's kind of what we do. And, you know, the mold field realm is so vast, and there's so many facets to, to mold and to life and to health. We do focus on the health side. And so today, um, some of these r- are relate to mold more directly, some indirectly. Today, we're going to talk about um, a class of disinfectants and uh, antimicrobials, antimicrobials yeah. cleaners yeah. that uh, that are used with mold um, often and they're used with all kinds of other um, cleaning and disinfecting activities and do you want to introduce it Mike yeah so um, <coughs> um, oftentimes people ask me when they're talking about our particular process that we use uh, do you guys use a quad and uh, the reason they ask a quat. Quat did you say? Oh, okay. Quat did you say? <laughs> and I'll save this joke for later, but <laughs> okay. remind me. But um, yeah, they say, is, is what you're using a quat? And um, the active ingredient of what we use is parasitic acid. It's not a, a quat. Yeah. Very, very safe. And, and quats really have a very negative connotation, mm-hmm. um, especially with a lot of websites you go to that are like. Um, you know, sponsored by moms worried about their kids or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and particularly with um, the most recent pandemic, um, it's, a, it's a huge topic. Yeah. I actually had a conversation with a neighbor of mine, and uh, she asked me the same question. Do you, do, you know, what do you use? And uh, we explained that we use parasitic acid. And she said, oh, good. She said, I have been fighting the school district over these quats and people use it in a very general term mm-hmm. and usually when they say it's a quat they are it's a very negative connotation so anyway she went on to to talk about you know the school district which she's petitioned to have them stop but the, the school district has um, like little moistened wipes with a quat on them um, you know maybe it has a, a lemon scent to it so mm-hmm. you think it's healthy but it's yeah. not and they're having the kids wipe down their desks, you know, every couple of hours. And she said, this, this quaternary compound is getting into their systems and it's going to make them sick. Yeah. So anyway, it's really, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. And you can get as deep as you want into it. And uh, we, um, because that's not really not what we do, we just kind of know the basics of what to stay away from. Yeah, that's a good introduction because I think that's, that's what we're going to talk about today is kind of the basics and you know we use quats occasionally and but but it, it for the most part um like you said they're in so many things and they're causing health problems and especially with covid now yeah the increase of disinfectants and 
and the prevalence of quats in schools and in you know in our homes is has increased quite a bit yeah. wouldn't you say yeah oh, absolutely yeah probably it's tenfold what yeah. it was two years ago yeah. yeah and maybe i'll say real quick quat quat what is a quat what is quat what is, why quat that so doesn't sound like a yeah so again we're we are not chemists <laughs> but a quat if if you study it at all it basically is if you look think of the uh, stick and ball what they call a stick and ball diagram of chemicals mm-hmm. a quat has a nitrogen center to it mm-hmm. and then it has four sticks coming off of it that go to something else oh so and espanol here cuatro yeah let's go with that yeah, yeah. quat as in four uh-huh. is that where you were going with that no i think it's i think it's somebody was just really in a hurry and they said Quat, <laughs> quat's a <laughs> no, actually That's how it got the name. Quat's a quappy, man. It was Bugs Bunny. Yeah, yeah. Quat, quat's a quappy. Is that the joke you were saving for? That me? was, yeah. I, I couldn't wait. I just couldn't wait. <laughs> yeah. So quat, quat stands for quaternary, which yeah. yeah. So quaternary four, tertiary three, secondary two, primary one. I don't think we ever get as high as even tertiary. Unless you're trying to sound really cool, but quaternaries. Jeremy, I thought you sounded really cool just there. <laughs> yeah, way cooler than what I could have. I said the word tertiary a couple times when I was in grad school. Yeah. And I thought I was cool. Yeah, that is cool. But qu- yeah. quaternary—that's a whole other level. So there's four, four sticks coming out of the the yeah. nitrogen molecule. Right. right. And so it's really just describing the the molecular structure here. That's exactly right. However, there is, there are good quats and there are bad quats. Yeah. And just like with anything else, but. Yeah. Um, so there there are things that you can look at to make sure that you're not exposing your family to a bad quad. Yeah. And by and large, a lot of the cleaners are the bad kinds. Yeah, they are. Is what we found. Yeah. And maybe I'll even, um, so I've, I've done some research and I've looked into, cause like you said, Mike, there's a lot of groups that are, you know, mothers that are concerned about their children's health. And, and so I kind of tried to look into the science, like what's, what scientifically is out there. And there, there are a few, a few studies, yeah. kind of seminal studies, but for the most part, it's still a developing field and there's not, you know, we always like to have a, a real hard scientific, like, proof, you know, yeah. and, and there's not necessarily as much of that as we would like. But let me just show you this quick study um, that was done um, by a guy named um, Cordopassi. Cordopassi on the Cordo- Cordopassi, yeah. He... Uh, just give you a background. He tested 1,600 different products and chemicals um, on the uh, mitochondrial activity. Mm-hmm. And and as you know, we kind of talked about this before, and mitochondria is very important to many things in our lives. Critical, yeah. Like it's just, it, if, if that gets disrupted or 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 affected in, in negative ways, I mean, it's, it can cause health problems. All and kinds of diseases problems. Diseases yeah. and all kinds Cancers, of things. And yeah. so. What they did is they researched 1,600 of these products, and they found, uh, they tested them against this uh, on different cells, mm-hmm. and they found that um, ten of the six of the ten worst, um, as far as disabling and, and affecting the mitochondria, were quats. Six out of the ten. Um, the other four were other random substances, and and like you said earlier. Um, a few of a few of the quats they did test didn't have a negative effect on right. them. So there are some out there that right. are good, but uh, the ones that uh, the ones that affected it. Let's see if I can find them real quick. Yeah, things like 
a benzylconium chloride, a benzothonium chloride, methyl a ben, a benzothonium chloride, and then there were a few other random ones that weren't men, uh, benzene based or benzyl based. Uh, acetyl pyridinium, pyrivinium, um, acrofluvinium hydrochloride. Oh, yeah. These are very hard to, to pronounce, but. Um, what is your experience? Because as I as I look into a lot of these um, quats, it does seem like benzols come up frequently. Uh, yeah. Uh, in fact, I think that's a really good thing to to kind of clue into when you're looking at a label. Uh huh. If if benzol or or anything close to that jumps out at you, yeah, it's probably one that you may want to steer clear of. You know, I I, I also wanted to point out that along with quats, you've also got like. Um, chlorines and you got phenols mm-hmm. um, a lot of people think chlorines and phenols are safer than or more dangerous than quats even yeah um, so it's all I mean it's you could go on you could go as deep as you want into chemicals that can be very unhealthy yeah but um, so anyway, I don't I don't know if I answered your question I kind of got off track well I was just saying I you know because there's so there are so many quats because really right. like you said it's a molecular structure more than it is like this, ex- you know, I wish it was simpler as just like, oh, this is a quat, this one thing. But no, it can be many, many different things right. in combinations yeah. of, of, of things. And so, um, but when you kind of look, when you look through a lot of the data, I, I, I was just saying, I often see the benzyls in there. There's a lot yeah, of benzyls. Right. And those and tend to be ones that are worrisome. Yeah, and you really have to be careful because the, the names of these chemicals are so strikingly similar. Yeah. And some can be completely fine, and some can be, holy cow, don't touch yeah. that stuff, you know. Yeah. And actually, I, I should have done this at the beginning, Mike. I wanted to give an overview of, of kind of how um, one of the first researchers even kind of stumbled upon the fact that quats might be, might be dangerous. Back in 2009, this, this lady named, last name, Hrubik, um, Jeremy, you are doing some really, really quality pronunciations <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. She uh, she was testing. She's at Virginia Tech, and she was researching how to prevent um, neural tube defects. Uh-huh. And so she expected um, the the test group that was exposed to some drugs that were known to cause defects. She expected that group, of course, to fare worse. Right. That's what her whole study was about: yeah. is trying to identify the drugs. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so, but she found the opposite: the control group actually performed worse and and had more. Um, neural tube defects. She was racking her brain, reviewed the protocols. She's like, you know, everything was good. The study was sound. You know, what's going on? Um, she actually ended up repeating the experiment and just really making certain, I'm going to keep everything, you know, really exact and, and we're not going to let, you know, anything. Um, I want. I just want to make sure it's very sound and right. reliable. Yeah. Research. So she re- replicated the study, got the same exact results. The control group that didn't get that, um, you know, poisonous dr- or bad drug, right. they performed worse as far as the neural tube defects. So it wasn't until later she actually realized that their university had switched cleaners. Oh, okay. They switched from something that was more safe to a, well, at the time they didn't know, but they switched to a quat. Right. And so... That was kind of the first time that she realized, oh, that's the only thing that switched. So she kind of dove into starting to research these. The quats they used were um, alkyl dimethyl benzyl ammonium chloride, 
and didiesyl dimethylammonium chloride. And you'll actually see those on some of those, like you said, those yeah. Mothers for Children pages. Right. You'll see those come up frequently because they, they tend to land in cleaners and people worry about the effect they can have. Well, so that kind of launched people into this, uh, this interesting line of research. And uh, so another lady, uh, Patricia Hunt, um, actually decided, I'm going to get into this as well. She, she kind of had a similar story where she accidentally felt, she's known as an accidental toxicologist because she was at the um, Case Western Reserve University School of Medicine um, where the animal facilities did not use quats. And then she went to Washington State University where quats were used, and she noticed um, the fertility among the mice dropped noticeably after the move. And then it got even worse when there was a, a an outbreak, a pinworm outbreak in the facility, which caused them to fog even more extensively with these quads. With these quads. Yeah. So this is kind of the the beginnings of like, huh, something something's up here, right? Right. Uh, and that's that's kind of launched people into. Rubik actually went on to do some actual studies that were more you know controlled on quads, and uh, and so. Um, Oh yeah, so she collected breeding data from mice and rats fed controlled doses of those two quats in 2014, and then she published her data along with Hunt. They kind of teamed up on this project, and um, animals that received quats produced fewer pups than those that didn't, so it affected their reproduction. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, furthering that, um, male mice living in quat using buildings had about 25% lower sperm count, 10% lower sperm motility. So anyways, that's kind of the first actual study. And then there's been a few since then that, that are kind of trying to build off of that base. Yeah. But I was also going to point out, Jer, um, yeah. the EPA has, has a program, what they call the safer chemical list, I guess. Yeah. Um, safer choices. Safer choices. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a better way to put it. You can go on that um, EPA website and I was just trying to do it. And of course it's not working because we're on a podcast, but yeah. Um, there are seven antimicrobials. Of all the hundreds and hundreds of antimicrobials out there, yeah. there are seven that have made the list as this is a safer choice. And the reason I bring that up is, is I think it's really important that as, as a mom or a dad or, or just anybody concerned about your family's health, um, if there are safer choices rather than relying on the data and, well, this report says this thing about this quad, this mm -hmm. report says this thing, why would you not just take the safe route and just, let's just stay away from those? Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Well, do you, do you recall, what, what are some samples, examples of safer choices? Yeah, so off the top of my head, because of course I can't pull it up, um, there is um, hydrogen peroxide, uh, paracetic acid, which you know we use a lot. We use a lot of paracetic acid, yeah. Um, sodium bisulfate, lactic acid, citric mm -hmm. acid. Um, there's two more I can't remember offhand. But anyway, they're just really, really safe alternatives mm -hmm. um, to, to exposure. Citric your acid, did you say citric, citric acid? Citric acid, yeah. Citric acid, paracetic yeah. acid, hydrogen peroxide, um, lac lactic acid. Oh, here you go. Oh, you found it. Great. Isopropanol. Yeah, isopropanol. Isopropanol. Sodium bisulfate. Yeah. I think we listed off. 
Ethanol, ethanol, just ethanol. alcohol, just basic yeah, alcohol. basically yeah. alcohol. So anyway, yeah, that's that's a good list that uh, is, you can feel pretty good about your your family being exposed to anything like that. Yeah, and I'll bring up this. There's this guy Hostler. He kind of disputed, you know, he tried to dispute some of this research that quats yeah. were causing problems, and he said, yeah. well, in some of your studies, you're giving these mice more, you know, higher doses than than typical humans are exposed to, and so he acknowledged. We do need to make sure that those that are administering the chemicals, like the, the custodians and, and other maintenance yeah. people, you know, they should have the PPE, they should have gloves, they should wear masks because they're having a higher exposure. And I remember saying that to you earlier, and you, your response was? Well, if you have a choice of something safer, and then the, the other thing, is, I don't know if this is what you're going at, but in this conversation we mentioned earlier that I had with my neighbor, where she was petitioning yeah. the school district of... yeah hey, man, let's not expose these kids to these quads. She was saying, look, every, every kid in that school district has to have their own little container of, of disinfectant wipes. And they're yeah. having these kids wipe down their desks every couple of hours. And when they come yeah. in for recess, you know, she said, that is a ton of chemical we're exposing these kids to. Yeah. So um, in this day and age, partic- particularly in a pandemic, I think we are exposing ourselves to way more quats than what this gentleman may think anybody would ever be exposed to. Yeah, exactly. We're doing what the custodian used right. to do. Well, I'm, I'm about to take off and catch a flight right now, and they're going to tell us before we board that airplane, this flight has been sanitized, and yeah. I, I promise you it's been sanitized with a quat. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, very fun. You know, and we do a lot of fogging in our business. Yeah. We kind of have a patented fo- pro- process, fog yeah. process that that I haven't seen anyone else do. But there are plenty of people out there that uh, apply a fogging process to to address mold concerns. Yeah. And in fact, I was uh, on a face or no, yeah, I was on a Facebook group for mold, uh, some kind of mold Facebook group. I can't remember what it was called. And there was a big chat going on about fogging, and and a lady from Michigan, I believe, she got on there and said, "Yeah, I've, you know, I've talked to six or seven companies that do fogging." And they all have different processes. She said most of them are using quats to fog the house. Da 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 da. da and so she actually called it a quat. Huh? She called it a quat. Okay. She knew it was a quat. Interesting. Quat. Yeah. Yeah. And and she started asking my opinion. I I basically said there's a lot. Again, to your point, why use a quat when there's other stuff out yeah. there? Yeah. There's that there's is probably more effective, which is the crazy thing. Yeah. More yeah. effective than the quat. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah. agree with that. I think what the process we have is is way more effective way and, more yeah and it's not going to leave any again and that's a big problem with quats too they they often leave a residue yeah. am i correct right yeah and that's that's the issue yep um i think a lot of these things on the safer epa safer choices list under the antimicrobial yeah. section they're they're gonna they're not gonna leave a lot of residual they're gonna break down they're gonna break down yeah. well, i mean we're really familiar with parasitic acid because that's what we use but we know parasitic acid breaks down to Oxygen and water. Yeah. No, yeah. Nothing crazy being left behind after we're done. Yeah. So, and yeah, and not only that, but but and I guess that's the point. Some of these quats not only do they leave a residual, but they w- the residual they do leave. Yeah, isn't isn't the best stuff coming? And you know, one one more point. Um, I, I know we got to wrap up, but one more point I will say is that when when we use this stuff, not we, when people use this stuff, these quats. Mm-hmm and leave something behind on surfaces, we have no idea what 
we're going to use a year from now on that house or what someone's going to use mm -hmm. and the interaction of those two chemicals what's going to happen with that i mean i'm not i'm not trying to be an alarmist at all but yeah. we just don't know and yeah. so i think the safe route is you really should use something that you know is not going to leave uh, some kind of a, a benzene or, or something like that behind when you're done yeah um, that's the safe route we don't want stuff hanging around our home yeah yeah I, again i kind of did this in a reverse order but i don't think it matters we're getting information out there but just some of the just some of the toxic effects that you'll see out there that you know that some of these quats can cause i i, I cited the mitochondrial yeah. you know thing and you know birth de birth uh or lower sperm counts things right. like that but i mean there's there's a there's kind of an immediate effect too again this kind of goes back to administering it but if you inhale it uh, or if you get it on your skin, there can be like, you know, asthma type symptoms. Yeah, yeah, respiratory issues. Right. It can cause rash, irritation yeah. on skin, yeah. which even some of the safe stuff does if it's undiluted. Sure. Um, I've read here. Um, yeah, it can cause burns, um, caustic burns to the skin, nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, anxiety, restlessness, coma, convulsions, hypotension. Anyways. There are a lot of good thing, a lot of bad things that that could potentially happen yeah. when you get exposed to these. Right. So you always have to be careful, even when you're using the safer stuff. You got to be careful to wear your PPE and, and do it right. But yeah. but yeah, so that's kind of our introduction to quads. I think I think we want to address these again later in a later yeah, podcast. I, I think, yeah, we'll probably have a a, a, a guest come in. Yeah. That, um, knows what he's talking about <laughs> <laughs> more than Mike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, yeah. you were impressive. I, it's, it's called the internet. Okay. Know? All right. Yeah. Yeah. I I, just, uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Regurgitate stuff yeah. I found on the internet. Yeah. So, and then I make it sound like it was actually my thought. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a good route. To go. yeah. <laughs> Do you have any, anything else you want to say about quads? I uh, think we no, other than it's, it's as complicated as you want to make it. I mean, you can dive in into it and spend days and days and days. And like I, mentioned before why even risk it you know yeah find something that's safe you know is safe and, and is not going to leave um something on the surface that's going to inter or react with either your yourself or another chemical in the future yeah um just just leave no traces behind you just take care of the germs and be done with it that's why so many of these um health groups are saying just wash your hands quit putting you know, hand sanitizer and all this stuff. I mm -hmm. just wash your hands. That's going to be more effective than any yeah. of this stuff. Yeah, exactly. In fact, you just reminded me yeah. back uh, before the EPA started regulating a lot of these things. Quats were pretty prevalent, yeah. and so when when they you know said, "Hey, we're going to start saying yay or nay on some of these products," it's hard when your whole society is using quats and and your business and right. and. You know, there's tons of businesses doing it. Like if the EPA came in and shut down all the quats, our economy would suffer. Yeah. Drastic, you know, yeah. pretty significantly, I think. So there was, there were a lot of things in those early years that they, w when they started cracking down, when they said, ah, it's fine. You yeah. Know, like, right. Uh, no, if you we'll let it slide, just, I mean. Just a little bit, you know. Yeah, it's just yeah. a little bit. And quats falls into that category. Yeah. So they're just, in fact, this year, 2021, they're supposed to come out with a pretty extensive report on quats. I mm. heard they're interesting. It's been it's been enough time to where and, and we're getting more environmentally conscious that they're, you know, over time they've slowly started saying, okay, we need to get more serious about yeah. cracking down on these. But yeah. 
that's kind of the reason because because I could see someone saying, why the heck you know you you're saying pick pick a safer option yeah. and I'm thinking. And I could see someone else thinking, well, why the heck are there quats even on the yeah. on the shelf right now? Yeah. If if there's even potential for harm, you know, why yeah, why aren't we putting just say stuff? And that's kind of the historical background. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody set out to deceive anybody. Or, yeah, yeah. It just things kind of happen. It was a tricky situation. Yeah. We're getting better. Our, our nation's getting better with environmental stuff. Yeah. Interior and I really I love the fact that the EPA has got okay. Look, this is a list of safer choices. Yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense to me. Yep, so. and that's. That's kind of what we try to stick to with a lot yeah. of our mold work. So, okay. All right. Well, thanks, Joe, for joining us. We'll we'll do another one of these here in a couple of weeks. Talk Thank to you, you later.